to JR Takes. As always, you got me and Ryan here. Ryan, it's it's good to be back this week. Good to be back. Um, and yeah, we're just pretty much going to be going over a couple things. Uh, we got preseason game tomorrow against the Vikings. Uh, we got some battles going on at training camp throughout the week uh, that we'll be talking about. And then, of course, the Mariners trying to win their seventh straight tonight. So a lot of exciting things going on. And uh, we also are going to be sort of like last week, similar to the to the players watching um, throughout the preseason. Uh, we're going to be choosing three more uh, this week, and we'll just kind of dive right into things. Ryan, uh, you've been noticing a lot of stuff going on at camp. Uh, reading about some things, I've been hearing a lot of good stuff about Trey Brown. Yeah, and it's pretty consistent with what I saw when I was there last weekend because, I mean, honestly, he looked like the best corner on our team when I was at training camp, but I just thought, oh, you know, it's one practice – It's not that big of a deal, but, I mean, he looks motivated. I don't know what it says about, you know, the state of our cornerback position, Um, but I don't think it says anything bad that we have so many guys that are competing for for playing time right now. Um, We're basically looking at possibly moving Kobe Bryant to full-time safety because of it. Um, Yeah. Which I I actually think, given his athletic profile, is probably a better fit for him anyways. The main highlight of Kobe's play last year was those forced fumbles he caused, but Mm -hmm. as a cover corner, it wasn't that great. So, I like Kobe. I think he's a smart player, very physical, but I I think, you know, being a safety may uh, bode for a better career for him. Yeah, well, and... Going off of the the other cornerbacks, I noticed Devin Witherspoon. He didn't practice yesterday, and we found out today it's because of a hamstring injury. A little bit of a bummer with that because he was kind of originally he was going to be one of my players to watch tomorrow, just because. I mean, he's our fifth overall <clears throat> pick. And, yeah, but I, I'm not. So I mean, it's not ideal, obviously, but I I do think they are being extra 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 cautious with him because i would prefer him not to play than play yeah i really you know for me preseason is about let's see how good starters can look on one drive and then let's see what kind of depth we have and who's gonna make the team because i it's just not worth i always think about tony romo you know 2016 your dak starts you know destroys his back in a meaningless preseason game getting tackled by Cliff Averill. That's the end of Tony Romo's career. It ended in a preseason game, basically. Not saying that's likely to happen, but it does happen every season. Someone gets hurt in the preseason. Someone gets hurt in training camp. So I'm all for minimizing those injury opportunities, but it's all about striking a balance with getting reps, the reps you need to get in playing shape and to be ready for the season and not risking too much of injury. So I'm really looking forward to seeing like the late round picks, uh, the guys fighting for roster spots and uh, spots on the depth chart. Um, I think Devin will be ready for the regular season, and I think he's going to blow people away once he gets on there. Yeah, I <clears throat> I really agree. And uh, we actually didn't really – I think this happened in between this episode and last, but um... – Kenny McIntosh got a little nicked up yeah. in the mock game, I believe it was. Um, I think he sprained a knee, but it's yeah. not... Uh, last I heard, it wasn't something that's going to keep him out significantly, but he's probably going to miss 
at least this game's week. Yeah, well, and that was just another player when I was trying to go down the list of guys I was looking forward to seeing play is he was one of them. And yeah. Like, but it happens, you know, at least it's not season ending. We haven't had any of the, like, did you hear about Tim Patrick on the Broncos? Oh, yeah. Man, you gotta feel sorry for that guy. He had yeah. a season ending injury in training camp last year. Torn Achilles, I believe. Yeah. This year. That sucks. The guy's not very young either. I mean, Reminds that, that me might of be it. A similar thing happened to um, Keenan Allen. Remember, he tore his ACL back-to-back years, but oh, he yeah. was able to, you know, find his groove back. Yeah. He's still effective, but... Yeah, and he's a player who's never based their game on pure speed, so I feel like players like that can come back from injury a little easier. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, so, as far as the preseason game, Ryan... Uh, predictions um who do you think is gonna well actually i guess we'll we'll get to that in a second top three players to watch um why don't we just why don't you give me your first one and then we'll kind of go back and forth and snake it my number one player to watch because i think he's gonna get a lot of playing time uh due to the guys ahead of him and just the fact that he was also a high pick but inexperienced is Derek hall so i don't know if you remember this but all the way back in 2015 when frank clark was our high second round pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a guy that we let play deep into the preseason games. And by like the third and fourth quarter, he was like bulldozing these offensive tackles that are going to be not in the league in a few weeks. Um, so he was just destroying. And I think you could see a similar thing happen here with Derek Hall, where, you know, we have Boye Mafe and Uchenna Nuosu and Daryl Taylor, who is out right now, anyways. But, um, they don't need a ton of playing time compared to a fresh rookie. So I think he's going to get a ton of work late in the games too. Um, so he's my number one guy to watch. I, I am going to make a prediction that he gets two sacks this preseason. Nice. Yeah, Derek Hall, I didn't have him on my list, but he's certainly a guy to watch. I also, honorable mention, spoiler alert, did not have Boye Mafe on there, but I'm actually looking forward to seeing what he can do because I feel like he didn't really play a lot, and I've been hearing that... He's he's like a developing piece. Yeah. He's like a, de- a developing talent. Pete Carroll um, singled him out as the most improved player from this year to last. Yeah, and I'm excited to see that because we really didn't see much of him at all last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, of course, Boye, honorable mention for me. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, um, I think he's someone that could really help out with our run defense woes too because he was already better at that than Daryl Taylor as a rookie last year, and I think he's only going to get better. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see it. Um, but I have a pretty obvious player, uh, Drew Locke. Wanted to see, because I, I don't foresee Geno really playing too many snaps with the with the offense uh, with, throughout these three preseason games, and I think the lack of Drew Locke last year with the COVID. Um, I'm yeah, just excited we really... to see what he can do, uh, especially with our receivers. Um, yeah, we barely got to see Drew Locke, even in preseason. We didn't see him in the regular season at all. I think that's, and I think that's ultimately why I put him there, is because like even though I don't expect him to really play, I, I would hope we don't see him much in the regular season, because that is a sign that we're, good things are happening. Uh, but Drew Locke, yeah, he's my... He's my guy because I, we, like I said, we we really didn't really get much of him at all last year besides the Cowboy game where he had what like a couple picks. Or... It's like two or three. It was ugly. Yeah. So and I, I 
I've been hearing good things about Drew as well, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited to see what what he can do. Yeah, so on sort of a similar note, um, another guy for me to watch in the preseason is someone who I keep hearing things about in training camp and mm-hmm. has actually been on our team for a number of years now, but I don't know how often he's been on the active roster, and that's Cody Thompson. So he's a reserve special team wide receiver, or at least he has been the last few seasons, but uh, I just saw a highlight of him catching like a 50-yard bomb from Drew Locke for a touchdown. Uh, I forget who it was over, but anyways, that was the other day, and that was pretty exciting. But with the injuries to Derek Young and the D. Eskridge situation, um, he has a pretty good chance of making the team, at least for the first six weeks of the season. Number one, due to those situations, but the fact that he has experience with our team over those uh, undrafted rookie guys who, while they may flash, they don't have the knowledge base of our offense that he does, probably. So he's my guy to watch. I think he's someone that could maybe go off this preseason. Yeah, it's funny you bring up Cody Thompson because he's kind of that same argument uh, why I chose Jake Bobo. Yeah. Um, And that's because, and Colby. uh, Yeah. We're going to have to get you a Bobo jersey. We're going to have to get Colby a Bobo jersey. But... Actually, I'm kind of unfamiliar with Bobo. What's going on? <laughs> he's, he's just a receiver on the Seahawks with the name Bobo. But He's the... tall and white and played for, I believe, UCLA, I want to so say. He's, he's a rookie. Yeah. But he like he ran a really slow 40 time, but he's just – he runs good routes and is big and – you know, feisty, so he gets open in his own way. But he didn't get drafted because he's slow as shit, basically. So, so how do you think they're going to use him? Like, they're going to implement him? Well, he's another receiver, and because Dwayne Eskridge just, or D. Eskridge, he just got in oh, trouble for a domestic violence case. Yeah. You know, and we just brought up D. Eskridge as someone... Who need, who has a lot to prove. Yeah, he and was, it's I like, think, our number one player with the most to prove. Nothing. Well, and especially, yeah, when you have done nothing and now you slap a six-game domestic violence suspension yeah. on you, it's like you're not going to make it. It's one thing to get suspended for PEDs, too, but getting yeah. suspended for, I, I mean, look, we don't have the details, but a domestic violence incident involving the mother of your child, that just it's, does not look good. Never, There's no universe where that looks good. good. No, no. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, I chose Jake Bobo for those same reasons, uh receiver rooms just kind of dwindling due to injury and due to suspensions so um yeah windows of opportunity are opening and i think i think bobo will uh will be the guy i think him cody thompson and matt landers are all three of them maybe fighting for one spot but it might be too because of the eskridge situation we'll see yeah and i don't know maybe we will hold on to eskridge but i just would be surprised especially um, given the situation, the context of the situation, it de- it doesn't really seem like we give too many chances to people that. No, I I do think he'll not be cut during the preseason though, because since he's suspended, he's not going to count against the roster mm. until he gets back. Gotcha. So I think basically, you know, he's got those six weeks to like prove that he still has a place on this team and because then after that point like he could get cut at any time i'm pretty sure but we'll, we'll see i think he gets one more season with us is my prediction um but he's going into a contract year next year so we'll see 
Yeah, I mean, which is he, crazy because I mean, it feels like he's played four games. <laughs> yeah, I don't foresee anyone signing him based on what he's shown on, on the field, he's including very, us. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> re-sign him. I mean, remember you, Ryan traded DS Ridge to me in fantasy what two years ago or yeah, last year and i think it was for like a, a fourth round pick and i cut him like the week after <laughs> so yeah yeah he's i don't even want to spend any more time talking about him, yeah yeah we'll, we'll, we'll move on from him and um i'm wondering if you had this guy on your player to watch list but third for me was trey brown mm-hmm. for reasons mentioned earlier in the episode i've uh, just been seeing a lot of uh videos on the internet of him and DK going at it and you were mentioning and along with um, ESPN radio was mentioning that he's just been standing out a lot at training camp and I'm just really excited because I really haven't seen much of him either due to injury and yeah I mean he had a really promising start to his rookie season when uh, Russ was hurt mm-hmm. came into that Steelers game looked awesome I don't know if you remember he made that tackle on the side I think it was um what's that annoying guy Claypool I'm pretty sure he stood him up like for a third down stop or something like that. Mm-hmm. Anywho, tears his patella right after that, like a game or two later. And God, why do all of our guys tear their patella tendon? I know, that's that's, so that's, that's one of the most devastating injuries you can get in sports, too. But anywho, he's really bounced back from that. It does take more than a year to fully recover from that oftentimes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I don't know if he has a place on our starting lineup, but uh, either way, it's always good to have as many you know, plus corners on your team as possible. So I'm, I'm excited for that too. And sticking with the defense, uh, my final guy of my trio to watch is Mike Morris, a rookie 3-4 defensive end slash defensive tackle, depending on the um, formation. Uh, he's the six foot six. I uh, think he's getting close to 300 pounds, but I think at the combine he was like 270. He's already up to like 295 or something, mm-hmm. Pete Carroll said. Anywho... They told him to bulk up. He's huge. He's a monster. Um, he was someone that had potential uh, first-round hype like a couple of years ago. And then for whatever, re- whatever reason with Michigan, just kind of fell off in the last year or so. But it wasn't because of his uh, talent. So I think he is a potential sleeper for uh, pick of the 2023 draft class. If, you know... He lives up to that potential he had, but remind I, me of the position Mike Morris plays. So uh, in our new alignment, you know, you have nose tackle over the center, yeah, and yeah. then two defensive ends that are really built more like defensive tackles, and then the two uh, outside linebackers mm-hmm. and a base three four. So he he'd be three uh, four defensive end. So essentially the same position that uh, Shelby Harris played last year, and that uh, Dreamont Jones is going to be playing for us this year, but uh, he's. Well behind the depth chart behind uh, Draymond and um, the guy we got from the Titans. I can't remember. I think it's Mario Williams, I want to say. Um, and I forget who the other starter is. I'm, I'm blanking. But anywho, I don't, I don't think Mike Morris is going to be a starter for us this year. But he'll get some time on that D-line rotation. So um, he's just, to me, an intriguing player. So I want to see what he does against some some lesser competition yeah well uh 
moving on to like the score of the game i know it's not very important because you look at games in the past like the bears game last year where we got blown out at home and it ended up not mattering because they were like the worst team in the league but made the playoffs (laughs) uh, as far as uh scoring tomorrow do you think what do you got for us as far as Viking Seahawks goes? I don't know. It's it's really hard to predict because is it, it home? It's a home game. I yeah? think it is home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I'm gonna say the score ends up being uh, twenty to seventeen, and we win. Is my prediction. The did the Vikings did they draft a quarterback or something? Did they draft Hendon Hooker? No, the Lions did. Oh, that's right. The Vikings, I don't even. They were they drafted a Jordan Addison with their. Oh first yeah, round pick, I is believe. he in trouble or something? Didn't he get busted for driving? Oh, he's yeah. So he got pulled over for speeding, like exhibition of speed, speeding mm-hmm. like above, like twenty miles over or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think it was a lot more than. He's that, not suspended though. though is he? No, he said he was like taking his dog to the hospital or something, which. I don't know how true that is, but it's the same a, thing as dog ate your homework. Just yeah. bring in the dog. <laughs> you're involving the dog and it's just like, you're putting all blame on the dog. Come on. Yeah. It was, I was just thinking having like, if I had like a soundboard of like sound effects, like dun, dun, dun. Yeah. We'll have to implement that in one of the future episodes. We're, we're always getting something new. You know, yeah. We the, yeah. We we're got, adapting. We got a, we're, an, our logo behind us. Oh yeah. You know, constantly working on the studio. I, I didn't think I, I think I thought I would just let them be surprised by it. I didn't, I, I didn't think I'd comment on it, but I'm glad we are. Addressing I think it's it worth now. addressing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's, yes. it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've come so a long good. way from. So what the, do you guys uh, think? I, you know, we, we won't know. Um, Anywho, yeah, well, what, do you, what are you thinking for the game? I think it's going to be kind of similar in that range, like 2017, 23-17. Uh, I think we'll win just because it's the first game and it's at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope it's at home. I'm going to be like, oh, I'm an idiot if it's not. But it's at 7. I, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's at home. Yeah, um, I think it'll be a first uh, – er, I think it'll be a win at our first game of the year at – Lumen. Do you think we're going to see much Gino in the starters or? Um, I'm thinking maybe. Yeah, it's at, it's at home. Okay, cool. I'm like thinking, thank, thank you. Check. Thank you, Colby. <laughs> I forgot to even ask you. I was like, oh, I guess we'll never know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but. Like it's a uh, secret until the game starts. I could see us throwing out Gino in the first team offense for a series or two and then that's kind of my guess field. maybe even a full drive who knows but i don't know it's tough to say i'm i'm hoping i'm not bored by midway through the second quarter like i usually am but i don't know i had i even had well i was gonna say i even had fun watching the bears preseason game last year but i remember being like this is that was a uniquely the... terrible preseason game yeah that... a, because the entire hype build up to that game was this is like the, you know, not yet the conclusion, but a huge uh, piece of the Drew Locke Geno competition. And then. Was Drew, that the COVID game? Yeah, so Drew Locke gets COVID. Geno goes in and plays well, but I don't know if you remember this. The receivers dropped like every fucking pass. I do remember. And all that. of them got cut. So we were like, what do we even get out of this game? <laughs> like, we learned nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I learned that game that, uh, was it Bo Melton? I drafted him in fantasy because I, he was yeah. a, a late round pick, and I was like, oh, this guy might make it. And I remembered he specifically dropped 
a, yeah. a touchdown pass, I, I believe it was. And uh, he, I don't think, was on the yeah. roster. I mean, who was the, the uh, our third-string quarterback for a minute last year? Um, S- Sam, or no, Jacob Eason. Jacob Eason, yeah. Yeah. I remember like just thinking, wow, this guy's arm is fucked up, but it has no scope. <laughs> yeah, I do remember him like throwing cannons over the middle and it was just like sailing over everyone's head yeah like i remember he he was trying to throw a just a like a deep route and it missed so bad the receiver was about at the numbers and it was like 10 yards out of bounds like it, i was like oh my god like that yeah. had to be a miscommunication or something but but anyway um, I don't think it's going to be that bad this year. I think our depth is a lot better this season. Do we have a third-string quarterback on the roster Holton right now? Holton Ayers. Huh. He's okay. a UDFA guy. Um, yeah, I, I saw him a little bit in training camp. If anything, he's going to be on the practice squad. Gotcha. So. Yeah, well, uh, I guess so, yeah. I think we're going to win 23-17. That's my final conclusion. All right. Well, yeah, exciting time for the Seahawks. It feels like this offseason has lasted forever and also gone by really quick at the same time. Yeah. But I, uh, were you going to say something? I was just going to say, uh, moving on to the Mariners yeah. real quick, uh, to be sort of brief, not a whole lot to talk about them, except in recent news, they've been winners of six in a row and looking to get number seven tonight against San Diego. I'm really liking what I'm seeing from them so far. Uh, a lot of changes to the lineup in, in recent with the trading of Paul Seawald, but um, yeah, seven in a row, and you got Julio making a pretty awesome catch last night. Uh, Colby, I don't know if you want to pull that guy up, but a little trickery from Julio as he trolled the entire stadium last night against Fernando Tatis. Okay, so yeah, this is Julio Rodriguez. Yeah, Game's hitting a buck-19. Straightaway center. Julio gauging, looking, jumping, and he did not get it. I didn't hear what the audio really was, so this is kind of cool. Oh, he did yeah, see he it. Oh, he did get it. <laughs> oh, man, you want to talk about psych. Tatis went into his home yeah. routine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, brother. And now he has one of the slowest walks back to the dugout. Thank you. <laughs> he went into his whole two-three step, no-fly zone indeed. Yeah, so that was pretty awesome, and I'm really just stoked to see the team finally piecing wins together at the mm. right time because... Oh, no. Oh, did the auto video play next? Yeah. Well, I'm sure everyone is familiar with that bullshit because it's happened to all of us. It's got to happen at least once, you know. I'm still learning. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, they're two back uh, from the wild card currently behind the The Toronto Blue Jays. Jays. Well, if we know anything about the Blue Jays, they like blowing it. Yeah, they the will. Last second. I have a, I have faith that they will choke, and then uh, we are three and a half behind the Houston Astros for the division, and six behind or no, six behind Texas. So, mm. I'm which is an insurmountable. I'm telling you, there's a chance. <laughs> I'm, I'm I really am. Uh, a lot of like I said, everyone's getting hot at the right time, and who knows? Uh, 
a month from now we could be in the thick of it and we might even be leading the division so yeah it's kind of funny how i feel like the vibes have just been such shit around the mariners this season but you look at it objectively and weren't they doing worse this time last year record wise maybe they i don't know if they they might have been 12 over 500 they might have been they might have been nine because we're currently nine over 500 but i remember they didn't really hit that stride of the 14 game win streak until uh I believe it was right before the All-Star game when that happened. Mm-hmm. And so I mean they got hot earlier, but I I would honestly take getting hot in August over getting hot in July cuz yeah, closer sure. to the playoffs. Are we at a 6 game win streak right now. Yes, yeah, 6 games. So, so if we win tonight, we'll be at the halfway marker of 14, which is the record this could for be the, the franchise. Point, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. Know. I mean it's always good just to see them doing well and not living in mediocrity purgatory that's yeah. the worst place to be so. <laughs> yeah but maybe next week we'll be talking about them being on a 14 game win streak that'd be awesome I'll fingers take it. crossed i still need to go uh go to a game this year i haven't been to one i've only been to one game and it was a an away game and we uh, lost 10 to so 0 <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah. I think uh, Chris has a couple tickets for us oh, yeah, yeah, he does. going to the game, maybe right, maybe yeah. soon. And if it's a, if it's any game, we should like wait and go to a game that might matter, like as far as playoff yeah, like playoff contentions are concerned. Yeah, but that's pretty much all I had for today's episode. Um, excited to get get going with the football season tomorrow officially with the first preseason game yeah the the long night is finally over as far as sports news goes for the <laughs> most part um finally yeah. we'll have some real shit to talk about and that's what's also kind of cool about the mariners finally waking up and being good is like now that they're playing well we have you know seahawk football starting up playoff baseball mm-hmm. just around the corner so it's a lot, a lot on the horizon, and then you have the Kraken starting later that month. Yeah, and I was gonna when say, the start? Uh, the, oh, I think the end of October. Oh, man, they yeah. start right around basketball yeah. season, like don't they? I know. Well, I you got to think they. It's the summer, and then back to it pretty much for them. But yeah, I know we said this last year on the podcast, but it's getting into. My favorite time of the year in general, and especially for sports. I would have to agree like with you. End of summer. August. still decent. Yeah, August is a, my favorite like sports month, I think, because it's football starting, baseball kind of starting off that like race to the finish. And baseball starts getting interesting. Yeah. Like, as for like, the layman, I guess. You know? No, you're totally right. I don't think I've watched a single Mariners game on TV like from start to finish this whole season. I've I've watched some. I just games, can't do it. it like it's that we do not have cable. Yeah, that is <laughs> so also fair. We watched a lot of games last year, but it was because we had cable. Yeah, I mean, I haven't had it for years. <laughs> Maybe they'll do like a new deal with sports soon with television, and they'll just take well, it all to streaming. Wait till streaming. Yeah, I'm sure Disney be... somehow is gonna profit off. Disney of all is gonna of it. stick their. Not to like totally be like. Well, it's about this, but. With college football and streaming, that's going to be a big thing. Like mm. Apple is, um, they're yeah, making we, deals. I think, yeah, with the with the West Coast and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. like Apple, uh, Apple TV is going to be a big one. 
Yeah, and we didn't even talk about how the Huskies in Oregon oh, left the Pac-12. That's something I can... <laughs> I don't really have too much to say about it. I don't it. have much to say other than it's disappointing. It's, um, dude, yeah, I got a lot to say. My dad has a lot to say. Oh, about yeah. It. we Colby's a passionate Coug fan, so he's he's probably not very happy about it, dude, the move. There, uh, the Pac-12 is, I think, down to the Pac-4 right Yeah. Now, and uh, <laughs> it's not looking... We have to, like... It'd be kind of cool if they went to the Mountain West, though, that's, and just dominated. That would be kind of cool, I think. Saying. Yeah, we'd be playing like, yeah, it, that's, it's, well, yeah it's a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like that whole conversation is a can of worms that, frankly, I don't pay enough attention to to have much of a say I, on. I just like, don't get Saturdays off enough to know enough about college football. I watch, like, every Cougar football game. Mm. I watch every Cougar football game, and it's, like... College football is going to be starting up here, and yeah, they're there's starting no really school. soon. There's nothing. Yeah, it's 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 messed up. <laughs> well, I thought the that the Pac-12 was staying together. This Wait, is season. it starting like this year? I thought like, it was or, for 2025 uh, or 2024. It's not starting this season. Yeah, well, yeah, because I guess if that yeah, that would be fucked would, up. Yeah, like so messed up. The logistic. Yeah, yeah so there's we'll no way. Another Apple Cup, but yeah. Gosh, darn it. Well, I don't. Well, I I heard they're trying to keep the Apple Cup a thing, but I've also heard that some people in Cougar Cougar Nation are like, like "Fuck you, you dub." (laughs) Yeah. It's really they're not gonna do the Apple Cup just because like, oh yeah, we can do this. Yeah, but I mean, I think what it comes down to is college football has always sort of had the old school uh, mentality around it, where it's different from the NFL. It's not for money. You know, it's basically turned into a pipeline for the NFL these days. That's just kind of what it is now. And you got players that are getting paid endorsements, endorsement money, and a lot of them are already millionaires before they even get to the NFL now. Like, for example, Bryce Young. He's kind of like the... He's like the first like one. The yeah. Like, testing this out. <laughs> but I also think, you know, like, it at... I mean, Bryce Young was really fucking good. And I'm not saying that there's a, you know need for guys to be making a ton of money to you know be performing exceptionally well but i'm it's not going away is the bottom line and i like it sucks but it's the world we live in yeah yeah i i mean i don't really have much more to add on the college football scene because like i said i mean disappointing but i mean yeah i yeah it's gonna get it's it is. Uh, I'll be hopeful about it. It's just we'll see where we land. Yeah. I think it would be really interesting if the Cougs Maybe went to the Mountain West, West yeah. and just kicked everyone's ass. I think yeah. that would be kind of sweet. Because like yeah. any college football team can like ascend the ranks. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, it just depends where I don't know what the championship is or whatever. Yeah, and honestly, the Big Ten or what is it? The Big Eighteen now. It's the Big Eighteen now. Yeah, because that's just like coast to coast teams, or wait, is that is that mostly like a Wisconsin? Midwest, uh, a lot of Midwest teams. Yeah. Now you have like um, Oregon, uh, UW, and was it USC? USC and UCLA. So the yeah. four of them are wow. going. Wow, dude, that's so that's... much like West Coast to like, and I think there's some East Coast teams as well. Because there, well, there's uh, Michigan. There's uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, know, yeah, Illinois. Michigan, yeah. So we know how far. That's fucking far. Yeah, I feel like it gets lost in the shuffle oftentimes just geographically how far away we are from. That's what they they really aren't though. 
for a long time. Well, even like back in the old NFC West days when the St. Louis Rams were a thing, they're further east than the Cowboys who are in the NFC East. Mm -hmm. And then you have like, you know, like in the AFC South, you have the Colts. They're further north than Cleveland, which is in the AFC North. So it it doesn't make any fucking sense, honestly. But at the end of the day, it has to just come down to the four best representatives on the west coast being brought over to the midwest yeah and, and i mean the the four biggest markets or the, too or the, the that's what that, that's what i meant to say the four the four biggest it, yeah. markets yeah and, yeah because i mean usc ucla like and i feel like it's oregon, the I fact mean, that oregon state and wazoo are getting left out like they're getting shafted the most yeah. in and this deal look what happened last <coughs> season we i mean we we for the first time like just like what what's talent talent has nothing to do it's just about fundraising and yeah how 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 big are your pockets you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's kind of always how it's been for wsu compared to to you know uh, uh, and same with oregon oregon state yeah but anywho i'm gonna try to watch more college football this year because i feel like when we get into draft season it'll make it a lot more fun if i you know didn't just watch other people's opinions on it right for like an hour and actually watch them during the season but i say that and there's so many games and i don't have cable it's kind of hard but yeah we'll do what we can yeah we we certainly will but uh yeah that's pretty much all i had on this one uh, we'll we'll see you guys next week and hopefully we'll be talking about a mariners winning streak and a seahawks dub and no injuries yes none of that all right See you guys on the next one. Yep.